Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Tuesday morning. I uh, had to sit and think for a second what day it was. <laughs> it's pretty pitiful, isn't it? But I uh, hope everybody had a good night's rest and ready to hit the day running. Let's see all we have here this morning. We got uh, Miss Amy Oaks Turner, Jennifer Honeycutt, Angel Dixon, Sheila Sanders, uh, Karen Smith, Darlene Barker. So good morning to all you wonderful people, and glad you could join us. And uh, I uh, hope this well, this devotion will get your day started in the right direction. Well, let's go ahead and let us stand and let us do our pledge of allegiance, if we may. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All righty. And as me just uh, praise the Lord for this wonderful country. And like I say, every morning I uh, it just amazes me uh, that there are people out there who... Uh, want to see it destroyed i just don't uh don't get uh, this push for socialism at all uh it is uh capitalism uh, and has always allowed countries to flourish and uh every time they've implemented socialist ideas it has always been to their demise and i just don't uh i don't i cannot see that the the liberals want a utopian society so that's what they think is going to happen anything if they implement good morning tracy uh, if they implement uh, this, that, or the other, whatever it is, whatever baloney they're trying to push, they think it's going to be like Star Trek. So if you like the Star Trek, uh, you know, of course, I'm showing my nerdy side. I said nerdy, not dirty, <laughs> my nerdy side. And uh, see, there, that was uh, Gene Roddenberry's uh, liberal philosophy of a utopia where uh, uh, they work just only because they feel like it or want to, and there's no more crime, and there's no more... Uh, uh, murders and and you know everything everybody just happy go lucky and uh and i hate to to break it to them but it's not going to happen on this side of heaven as long as there is sin in this world there's going to be crime there's going to be hate there's going to be murders there's going to be theft there's going to be perversion as long as evil exists these kind of things are going to happen and uh so uh what they're trying to push is never going to be a reality but it's something I did see yesterday I thought was really great. Um, there's an uh, African-American police officer, and he's a well-known police officer in California, and um, or the specific area that he works in. I, I want to say Los Angeles, but I don't know if that's right or not. It could be San Diego. But he uh, wrote a letter to uh, LeBron James for um, about his act, how he reacted on Twitter targeting this police officer who saved this young lady's life. And if you ever get a chance, I know Ben, if, you, if you're on Facebook, go to Ben Shapiro. I know he's got that article on there and actually has the letter the police officer wrote. And I like what he has said in there. He said, listen, I just, you know, I just want to have a, a, a conversation with you. You know, he said, you know, what you did, uh, put a target on a police officer's back. I want you to know you can't paint. We're not all bad people. You can't paint us all with a broad brush. Uh, you know, there's a lot of good people out there. And he said, if you walk away from the conversation still feeling the same way, then at least you take the time to listen. You know, I, I really appreciate what this man had to say. And he said, I'm not going to name call. He said, I, I'm, uh, he said, uh, I mean, I, I don't know that he was a Christian. The way the letter read, it kind of made you believe that he could be a believer, but I don't know. You know but uh, he was uh, trying to be very kind and very, uh, uh, 
respectful in that letter to sit down and talk with this lunatic. And uh, I hope that LeBron James does talk to him, and maybe it could change his mind and view. And, you know, that's what I've said this whole time with, with the crapper dicks out there kneeling. You know, instead of kneeling and, and showboating out there, why don't you reach across the aisle? Why don't you talk to police officers? Why don't you get into the community and show these kids that, hey, police officers are not to be feared. There are a lot of good men and women out there. Now, you don't see that. All they want to do is showboat and, and show themselves and show disrespect. That's all it is. They're not doing nothing to repair or to heal uh, these race relations. And um, it, it's despicable. It really is. But... Uh, but anyway, uh, good morning, Timmy. I see that he just, uh, Timmy Peterson just logged in here. Well, let's go and look at our verse this morning, now that I'm done with my political rant for the day. <laughs> so let's get over here. Uh, Matthew seven twenty four says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. All right, let me. Peppy always says, Bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. My friends, you know, in life, it is easy to say, you know, you, it can be, and I know, and I'm talking from experience here, it's easy to be discouraged, it's easy not, not to be happy where you're at in life. Now, when I say I'm talking about myself here, now I, I'm, I'm happy with my career as a pastor, so don't get me wrong, I love my wife, I love my kids, but, excuse me, I apologize, um, but prior to becoming a pastor, I was very dissatisfied with life. I was very dissatisfied with what uh, I was doing. And as embarrassingly as it is, I've had a lot of jobs uh, because it just, you know, I guess you, I don't know if I'm looking for the word fulfillment. Uh, you know, I just, I bounced around a lot. I just couldn't stay still in one place. Well, because I knew that deep down, Lord wanted me to be a pastor. I didn't want to do it. But uh, so that's why I was, I was, I was screwing around. But it's so easy to have the kind of um, feeling of if I, if I had a new boss, life would be happier. And trust me, a lot of places I've worked at, I've thought that many times because I've worked with some really nasty people. There's a lot of times I've sat in a parking lot thinking, do I really need to go in? Do I? Is there any way I can afford to uh, just put it in reverse and get the heck out of here? You know, I've, been, I've sat in a lot of places. Like, in fact, uh, one of the places I sat and done that at, I think it was uh, uh, when they used to, was it... Uh, they used to do uh, make the blue jeans. Was it was it Levi's over Johnson City? I remember sitting in that parking lot thinking, I don't want to go in. I don't want to go in. <laughs> I hated it. But you know, so or maybe you think if your your spouse had a different attitude, I'm sure my spouse, my wife would give anything if I had a better attitude. <laughs> so I make her life a lot easier. You know, if your kids have uh, more respect for you, maybe be happier. Or if you had a hobby, or if you had another person's life, you know, it's easy to look at somebody else's life and think, Wow, you know, I wish I had what they had. I wish I could live the way they live. And it's easy to do, you know. It's easy to look at, you know, you see all these uh, people out there who are rich and wealthy and well-built, and you're thinking, man, I wish I could look like it and have what they've got. But you don't know what kind of misery they may live in. You know, all this is uh, external uh, things that uh, we're looking at. So we think that somehow, supernaturally, we will be far happier if we had X, Y, and Z, so to speak. And so we got to uh, put things in its proper perspective. We don't need to worry so much about what's on the outside. And that's hard to do. You know, I'm, I'm somebody who has struggled with their weight most of my life. I mean, since uh, when I was in, uh, even before high school, you know, I was, I was uh, uh, heavy set and, uh, and then uh, uh, went 
the total opposite direction and with anorexia pretty much because I wouldn't eat and, and lost a bunch of weight. And so my weight is yo-yoed uh, really bad and have a very bad, poor self-image. And, um, uh, and I, I don't say that uh, for, for everybody to go, oh, poor guy. No, I, I, it's not, no I'm, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't, don't want you to think I'm looking for pity here. But I, um, uh, but it's, my point is it's easy to look on the external, okay? It's easy to look on the outside. But we need to, to apply... What, uh, and look at the inside. We need to apply the things of God's word on the inside. And that's what we're looking at here this morning. Uh, you know, when you look at God's word, in fact, let me look this up here real quick. I, I think that we need to read, I read verse uh, 24, but I think we need to read uh, through 26 to bring it into proper perspective here. Let me get over here to a second here. Um, hold on here. Let's see here. Okay, yeah. Let's, let's read this in its full uh, context here. It says, uh, Everyone then who hears these words of mine does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on the house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against that house. And it fell, and great was the fall of it. So my point is, when you look at that passage here, it doesn't say that only one man heard the, the message and he built his house on the rock. The other man didn't hear the message, and and he um, you know, he he didn't read his the Bible, and he didn't, you know, it don't say that. It says they both heard. And one built his house on the rock, and one built his house on the sand. The point is, one person heard the word, trusted it, believed in it, applied it to his heart, and the other one did not. He may have had a, a head knowledge of the gospel, but he didn't make it applicable to his life, and so it was built on the sand. And so when the storm came, it washed it away and destroyed it. And, that, and that's, I guess that is the 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 the. the center the focus uh, of what we're getting at here this morning uh is that um, when we hear god's word if we don't apply it if we don't believe in it if we don't have the faith if we don't uh, uh look for spiritual growth when those storms of life come we're going to fall and that's why it's imperative and important that we build our house on the rock that we're not looking on the outward things you know we're not looking at the material things to make us happy in life because you know there's some you know it's easy to you know there's some people out there who hate uh, hate shopping i'm not one of those people i like to shop i like to shop but i don't have money you know and so but when you buy something i mean it is it's psychological and you have a a fleeting moment of euphoria that's why they say uh with um, uh, when people buy online that when those packages come it gives it releases those same kind of endorphins as when you were a kid and you received presents at christmas time and uh, that's just a psychological fact and so, you know, we can't look at external things to fulfill us, to fill that void, uh, to fill us with happiness. The only thing we're going to to, uh, to get, fill that void, to give us that joy, and because there's, there's a difference between joy and happiness, to give us that joy, to give us that peace, is believing and trusting in Jesus Christ, applying his word to our hearts, applying his word to our minds, applying his words to our life, and that is building that foundation on the rock and not on the sand when you're spiritually growing you're building that firm foundation because the storms of life will come and praise god that he is the rock he is the anchor in the storm and there you know there's that we will have to face tragedies in this life it is not fun it stinks it feels like it's never the pain's never going to end uh but 
it is only temporary, and we will get to spend an eternity in heaven. And for those who are saved, we will get to see those individuals when we get to heaven. And I always emphasize that for those who are saved, because I don't want people to think, well, he was a good person or she was a good person, so they're in heaven. That, that doesn't get them into heaven. Only accepting Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior will get them into heaven. And then we will see them again. For those of us who are saved, we'll get to see those loved ones again. You know, because of the pains of life, you know, that's one reason why uh, in my, um, when I pursued my master's degree in counseling, Christian counseling, uh, that I wanted to focus on grief counseling because I knew a big chunk of my pastoral duties would probably deal with grief and people who are going through those things. And um, I've had to, uh, uh, and, and I cannot describe, I cannot put into words how uh, horrible it is to have to tell a mother that their child has died. Uh, that is a scream that you do not want to hear. And it's a scream I cannot, it's hard to get out of my head sometimes. It is, it is nightmarish uh, beyond anything I can possibly explain. But um, you can tell the difference between those of faith and those who are not and the pain is still just as real for those of faith the pain is still hurtful as it is but you can still see that there is a peace there that they can't describe that they can't explain uh it's not to minimize that pain see that's one bad thing about uh i don't want to say a bad thing about being a christian but i think it's one thing that christians have a uh uh, a sense of false guilt sometimes of dealing with with loss because they think well i shouldn't be sad because i know where they're at and no uh you know we uh, uh are uh, remember jesus wept and he knew he's gonna raise lazarus from the dead so it's okay to cry it's okay to say why you know and uh, uh it's okay to 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 be upset but we can't allow that to dominate uh, our lives there, there's no time limit of grief you know sometimes people say well i should be over it by now i should be over there's no time limit on that. You know, it takes some, everybody grieves differently. Even children, a lot of times people get upset and say, well, this, my child don't even act like they're upset. And, you know, but children deal with things differently than we do. So, but the fact that I'm trying, well, my point I'm trying to get at is we're going to face a lot of storms in this life, whether it's health related, dealing with death, dealing with sickness, whatever it may be, spiritual, mental, emotional, we're going to face these things. And if you're not grounded and have that firm foundation on the rock, you will collapse, you will fall, you will fail. That's why it's imperative. That's why I encourage you to be in the Word, stay in the Word, to be in prayer, and to memorize Scripture. So when those storms hit, you're on that firm foundation. You're on the rock that will weather and withstand the storm. Christ is the anchor. Christ is the rock. He's the one that's going to help us to get through it. But you've got to put your hand in that nail-scarred hand and help him and allow him to help you to get through it. It's so easy to keep God at arm's length and say, well, I've got this. i got this. No, you ain't got nothing. You can't do nothing on your own. Your house will be on the sand and it will crumble. The only way you're going to get through the weathers of life is to build on that firm foundation of God's Word. Looking at the external, looking at other people, is not going to find you the happiness you're looking for. So give it all over to God. Give it, I mean, give it all to God. You know, pray daily. God help me. And take each day as it comes. You know, whether it's dealing with grief, whether it's dealing with mental, spiritual, emotional issues, sickness. Take it a day at a time. That's what I've told people uh, many, many times. Don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about next week, next month, next year. Take today. Live it for the best you can for the Lord. 
and then move and then if the Lord grants you another day, focus on that day and just focus on how you can please the Lord. As long as you're looking internally, looking at uh, the, the grief, looking at depression, looking at sadness, looking at the, the problems, then you're going to be miserable. But that's why I'm trying to explain to you to look at the problem solver and allow his strength to be your own, and then he will get you through each and every day. So remember that, my friends. Build your house on that firm foundation. You might have a head knowledge, but unless you're applying it and growing spiritually, your house will crumble. So make sure you're building it on that firm foundation today, and then you will be able to weather those storms when they hit. All right? Let's pray. Therefore, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thanks so much for this wonderful, blessed day. Lord, I, I pray for encouragement to all those who are watching or listening this morning. Help them, Lord, to deal uh, with whatever issues they may be going through. And Lord, help them to build upon that strong foundation, to build upon the rock. Help them, Lord Jesus, to encourage them, strengthen them. And Lord, let your spirit be felt. Uh, let your presence be felt. And Lord, uh, allow your strength to be their own. And Lord, I just pray for anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you. Let them pray this prayer. Dear God. Forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray for this nation. Lord, I pray healing, uh, particularly within, within race relations, that you will uh, bring healing upon this land. Uh, Lord, I pray that uh, you will touch hearts and minds like never before. They'll come to know you before it's too late. That you'll touch our uh, leaders' hearts and minds. And Lord, I do pray for our um, Ms. Sheila Sanders, Lord, as she's going through a very difficult time right now, give her peace and strength. Uh, Lord, I do pray that uh, you be with Kim Penix and Wendy Lee and Troy and Ginger Hood and Lyndon David Feathers. I pray that you'll be uh, with uh, Laren Don and I, Jane Kitchings, and uh, so many others, Lord. There's so many battling COVID or battling sickness of very kind. And uh, Lord, I pray that you'll give them peace, strength, and healing. And Lord, I pray that you'll be with us all. Lead God and watch all protect us. Everybody have a wonderful and blessed day. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning, and uh, I hope that you all have a wonderful day. Don't forget now, if you ever have trouble, like I said, Facebook's been giving me a lot of trouble here lately. If you uh, have trouble watching on Facebook, go to our website, whether it's devotions or whether it's our messages or sermons, and go to flbconline.com and uh, watch there, because sometimes it, we may be streaming perfectly on our website, but it's not hitting on the on Facebook, and I get people. Where's it at? Where's it at? Go to our website, all right. And I, I don't I don't mean that to sound smart. <laughs> go to our website. You know, <laughs> I, I just meant you know go there. That way you'll know. So I sound a little stern the way that come across. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the Doc Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes, free of charge, audio only, and uh, uh, something you might want to listen to as you're going out and about your day. Well, my friends, I hope everybody has a blessed day today. A wonderful day. Day, a fantabulous day and remember live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be thanks for watching and god bless well, I learned to play that guitar and